Well, God's good. Yes, he is. <clears throat> and uh, he uh, has been talking to me a little bit about renewing your mind. And, of course, I know uh, Pastor Dan had ministered some things at the church already this year. And then Pastor David ministered on right thinking on Sunday morning. If you haven't heard those messages, go back and listen to them again because so, such outstanding ministry. And, um, uh, you know, I, I feel like just right along those same lines that we would cover some things about renewing our mind tonight. So let's go to the Lord in prayer and then we'll get started. Lord, we thank you for your word, your holy written word. It is life. It is peace. And it does give us hope and faith. And we thank you, Lord, tonight that we'll see some things maybe that we haven't seen before. Or maybe we'll just be reminded of things that we've let slip away. I thank you, Lord, that it will uh, be uh, a quickening tonight, a making alive in our spirits and in our minds. And even, Father, I thank you for physical bodies to be touched tonight with your quickening power in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right, we're going to start with Romans chapter 12. And this is familiar, verse of scripture, some scriptures here, but I know that, again, sometimes we need to be reminded, right? <clears throat> and I like what Brother Hagin said years ago. Um, someone had asked him about renewing your mind, and he's, you know, they said, do you, you know, you, you have, renew your mind, and then is that it? And he said, no, renewing your mind is like combing your hair. You know, I, I didn't... We don't say, well, I combed my hair last year about this time. (laughs) Well, y'all wouldn't probably even want to look at me if my hair hadn't been combed in a year. But um, sometimes we think because we know the word or we've heard the word, many of us, even even in this congregation, you've taught the word. You've taught these scriptures. So they're very familiar to us. But then also we have to know that each day we have to renew our mind because We can let these things slip. They can get so familiar to us that we let them slip by not really planting them in our heart and letting them affect our lives. So much so that just like Pastor David said, you know, you, you, your thoughts, uh, and then your believing and your confession and then your acting, it it all is so important, those four things. And if we let our thinking slip, um, and we start thinking wrong thoughts or thoughts that are even worldly, and I don't mean necessarily sinful, um, but just worldliness instead of godliness. You know, godliness is God-likeness. So we just think like God thinks instead of thinking like the world thinks. And uh, that can be uh, just, you know, a tremendous uh onslaught of the the enemy to try to make us think like the world thinks simply by being in the world every day and uh you know the salmon they have to swim upstream and sometimes i think you know as christians we're swimming we're swimming upstream right we're going against the tide but the good news is is god's grace is there to help us amen and it's such a delight to operate in his grace. So let's read this. Romans chapter 12, verse 1. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable 
unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So we see the word transformed here. Be not conformed to the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. When we are born again, we know that our spirits are made uh, new, completely new. The Bible says, old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. So our spirit man is born of God. And when your spirit man is born of God, praise God, that recreation is that you've become a child of the Lord, either a daughter or son, amen, of God. Praise the Lord. And then our spirit man is housed in this physical body. And, of course, we have a soul. We are three-part beings, spirit, soul, and body. And we find that in the Word. Um, and spirit is, is listed first. I think that's very important and significant because that's the most important part of us is the God part, isn't it? And we don't need to neglect the God part. We need to listen and tune in to our spirits. Um, Pastor David and I have, you know, uh, talking over the holidays and uh, kind of preaching to each other. And, and, you know, we were saying how important it is to be led by the Spirit. Be led by the Spirit of God. And that's by uh, learning to tune in to your heart, to your spirit, and really listening there uh, and making that a daily practice. But then also, the Bible says here to renew our mind. And the renewing of the mind is especially important because our minds aren't necessarily made new. They, you know, they're, they've got the same ideas and the same, uh, patterns of thinking, uh, that we had before we were born again. And if we waited 40 or 50 years to be born again, it has a lot of, what we used to call stinking thinking, right? <laughs> a lot of bad thinking, a lot of bad thoughts. And again, not necessarily sinful thoughts. You know, sometimes our mind just goes there. But I'm thinking uh, uh, about how we can think badly of ourselves. We can think we're undeserving, we're unworthy. Uh, you know, we're just plebes or we're dirty dog sinners or you know, whatever has been... Uh, put in us through the world and sometimes religion uh, kind of can stay with us and we have to change our perception of who God made us. Amen? Um, so the renewing of our mind is so important and renewing of the soul. The soul is also three parts. And your soul consists of your intellect and uh, your reasoning um, your choosing part, and then, of course, your emotional man. So the soul is really important. And the Bible says that as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So your thinking is really going to dictate your life. Yes. So this is how, this is why it's so important to, to remember, uh, to renew our mind and to be transformed by the renewing of our mind. Now, to be transformed means to make a dramatic change in the form of appearance or a character of. So, I mean, this is a transformation. You know, I think about the child, the children's toys that transformers. You know, they there's a car and then it transforms into some kind of big robot or something. 
Um, it's, it's a totally different thing. And, um, that's how powerful renewing our mind is. It can turn, turn us into a totally different person. Yeah. Transformation is about modifying our core beliefs and long term behaviors. So it is quite, it's, it's, it's a lot stronger word than just change. Transformation is a, a very strong word. And, um, we can do this again through taking God's word and renewing our mind to the word of God. Amen. And it is a continual process. We get rid of the old ways of thinking through daily renewal. Amen. Not yearly. <laughs> Some things are, you know, we just redid our credentials. We do redo those every year. We renew that. But that's just once a year. That's not going to do you any good in the kingdom of God. You're going to have to daily renew your mind. Amen. Take care of your thinking. Otherwise, we slip back and we really default to old ways of thinking, old perceptions, old beliefs, uh, things that were sown in our lives uh, years and years ago. Uh, again, David and I were talking about when you were going through something hard and we've seen it in people's lives and probably ourselves at times. Um, many times when you get weak and tired of fighting, you'll default back to old religious beliefs. Well, this just must be God's will. This whatever I'm going through, it's just, you know, he's just doing it. Maybe I just don't deserve to be healed. You know, that kind of thing. When you know. When you know the truth of God's word, but we can get run down and run running low on uh, faith because, again, not taking the time to renew our mind. So we don't want to return to those old beliefs or old patterns of believing. And uh, they can greatly hinder our advancement in the kingdom of God and even our advancement in our life. And so I think tonight is especially important and even what's been preached from this pulpit since the first of the year, because I think that God wants us to advance this year. I really think he wants us to move forward. I have such a tremendous anticipation of 2022. And I think that it's because we've kind of felt, you know, with all this stuff in the world going on, a lot of us have felt stuck a little bit not been able to do maybe what we wanted to do or felt like our hands were tied for one reason or another. And now I feel like somebody's at the gate fixing to open it up. (laughs) And I believe it's the Holy Ghost. Amen. I believe it's the Holy Spirit wanting to unleash some tremendous things into our lives, into this world. Praise the Lord. And so we need to be ready. And I think that, uh, uh, getting rid of self-defeating thoughts and uh, th- thoughts that would challenge us um, and, 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 you know, really try to rob the power of God from our lives is especially important to yeah. get rid of these thoughts. And we do that simply by replacing these thoughts. Amen. We replace them with the powerful, incorruptible seed of the word of God. And I'm telling you, reading and meditating and letting others inspire you, let others minister to you the word, these kind of things help wash the mind. You know, we talk about brainwashing. Well, that's all right. If you're washing it in the glory of God, amen, 
the washing of the water of the word. Um, and so Isaiah 40, verse 31, we'll read that. I always lo- love the scripture. Of course, we sing it too. Isaiah 40, and um, look at verse 31. It says, but they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. So this is talking about a renewal of strength that comes from waiting on the Lord. In other words, serving God, serving him and being uh, attentive to the Lord. And these are great promises. I mean, I don't know about you, but I can use some energy to run, right? Yeah. <laughs> Amen. I can use some energy not to be weary, to walk and not faint. And I believe these days just ahead of us are going to be such days yes. of a renewal of strength. Amen. And that's not just for the 20 and 30 year olds. That's for us. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. We have, the Bible says, the mind of Christ. And that's something that we can even say out loud when our, when thoughts are going haywire or against what the, we know what the word says, then we can say out loud, wait a minute, I have the mind of Christ. I have anointed thinking. I think the way God thinks. The Bible says we can know his ways. Amen. We know his thoughts. We know his ways because we know his word. And these are the thoughts and the intents of the Lord. Now, you know, our mind um, is a battlefield. It is um, a place where the demons or the devil himself will try to implant things. And he comes with imaginations, with thoughts. And he comes with words from our past. He comes with words from uh, what we, you know, fear and even in the future. He'll come with, you know, if it's not what you've done, it's what are you going to do? <laughs> Either one or, or it's a bad place to be. Um, but praise God. We can, uh, again, get a hold of these thinking processes simply by watching what comes in our eyes and our ears. And these are our gates. This is the gateway into our lives, into our soul, into our minds. What are you looking at and what are you hearing? And then the third thing is what are you saying? Because your ears are going to hear what you, what you say. And your ears are going to believe what you say more than what anybody else says. So those three areas we have to guard. And Proverbs chapter 4, if you'll turn with me there, I'd like for you to see this. Proverbs chapter 4 and verse 23. Keep thy heart. One translation says guard. Keep or guard thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. For out of it are the issues of life. Now, there's some different translations I want to read uh, with this scripture. It says, 
um, in the New Living Translation, for it determines the course of your life. Renew, renew uh, your mind, guard your heart, keep those things out that you don't want to come in because those life forces determine the course of your life. Now, that's pretty important, isn't it? So your, the course of your life. Um, one uh, contemporary English version says, carefully guard your thoughts because they are the source of true life. Carefully guard your thoughts. And you know, many times I have found myself just going from one thought to another, to another, to another. And sometimes it could lead you down to a really dark path if you just let your mind go. And so we really have to think about what we're thinking about. Because the, the majority, you know, of what, of your thought life is really going to determine what you're doing, your your actions. And, um, you know, it's not like what you think about every blue moon, but I'm telling you, if you if something is becoming an obsession, it's really going to guard, uh, to guide your actions. And it, it, it might not, you know, lead to good actions, uh, something that you might feel badly about later. So uh, it all starts in, in our thoughts. That's the battlefield. That's the battleground. So be careful how you think. Your life is shaped by your thoughts. And it's just, you know, so tricky sometimes. But it's really important to pay attention to your thoughts. Um, uh, you know, people say you need to pray every day. And I do agree with that. I think it's so important to pray every day and to read the word every day, meditate on the scriptures. But also also think it's very important to think every day. To really spend some time thinking. Amen. Um, I uh, try to just quieten myself down, you know, a certain time during the day, every day, and think. Just think. And during those times, you know, your thoughts can go crazy if you let them. But I will uh, try to, to reel myself back in and say, wait a minute. I'm thinking godly thoughts right now. I'm thinking about God's will. I'm thinking about his plan. I'm thinking about his wisdom. Amen. And uh, and just let him minister to you as you as you think. And it's a good practice. I believe that uh, we probably all could do more thinking. Right. Uh, Proverbs chapter 20. And I'll, I'll close with this and we'll maybe we'll pick up another time. But. I just wanted to really give you just this simple message of renewing your mind, taking time to let the Lord minister to you. And in any problem area that you have in your thinking, maybe a thought that is just reoccurring, try to find a scripture just like you would with your physical healing. Try to find a scripture that would apply to that thought. Um, let's just use an example of uh, lack. You know, maybe you have a big bill that needs to be paid. I know at one time I had a student loan bill that just seemed astronomical. And it was a lot of money. It was thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. So 
um, some things that happened in my life where it made it even more impossible in the natural realm to see this student loan paid off. And it was it was almost plaguing me, you know, daily. You, you owe so much money. You owe so much money. Can't you just hear the devil? And um, so I had to intentionally find some scriptures. And there's a lot of scriptures, praise the Lord, about debt cancellation and about uh, provision from our Father. Amen. And a sim- just simple scripture, too, like the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. I mean, that's such a powerful statement right there. Yeah. Um, but there were there were a few scriptures that I got and I wrote them down. And any time those thoughts would come to me, well, you'll be in debt for the rest of your life. It's accruing interest right now. There's you know? <laughs> all this bombardment of this one loan that seemed impossible, which now is paid off totally. Amen. Thank God, and it was paid off early and way before uh, that I ever dreamed it would be paid off. Praise God. But at that time, it would seem like a mountain, a mountain to me. And um, I would say out loud these scriptures, anytime this thought would come and uh, tell me that I would never get this done. That's when you say with your mouth, you answer those thoughts. Amen. You answer those thoughts with the word. And I'm telling you, not only will it bring you peace, it'll bring you results. Amen. It will not just, not just peace, but I praise God for peace, but it will bring you results. The word of God is powerful. It's alive. Amen. It's working. It's dynamic and it's working. And it's working on your behalf. Now let's look at Proverbs chapter 20. And we'll close with this. Verse 5. Are you with me tonight? Yeah. Amen. Praise God. He's got great things for you this year. Yeah. Proverbs 20 verse 5. Counsel in the heart of a man is like deep water, but a man of understanding will draw it out. Now I love this because I am a counselor. And uh, this really is... a Tremendous counseling scripture because the premise of counseling is people already know what they need to do. It's in them. They don't need you to tell them what to do. They know really basically what to do. It sometimes is deeper down in them, but a man of understanding, maybe even when they get understanding, they draw it out or someone helping them draw out what's on the inside of them. Isn't that wonderful? So counsel is in your heart. The counselor is in your heart. And he can draw out of these deep waters tremendous things that will help you renew your mind. Amen. And one way I believe that he does that is through praying in the Holy Ghost. Praying in the Spirit. When you're praying in other tongues, you're praying out mysteries, the Bible says. Uh, what is a mystery? It's something we don't know. But praise God, he can reveal it to us. Amen. And so another way of helping us renew our mind is praying in the Holy Ghost and then receiving that interpretation to renew our mind. Amen. To get a new perspective, to see a new opportunity or something that you haven't seen before 
It could be something right there in front of you that you never thought of, and that's the answer. Amen? Um, one, one thing that uh, the Bible says, pray for a doorway, um, uh, pray for doors of opportunity, you know, and talks about doors. And, and I think when you look at windows or doors, um, you can see when they're open that there's a whole new field of view. There's a whole new perspective, a whole, you, you know, things that you would never have seen if there wasn't a door there or a window. And God will open these doors and show us things for our life and things that we we never thought possible or that, you know, expansion, like I said, um, uh, things that this year, I believe, are going to open up like never before. Praise God. So let the Holy Spirit minister to you by in your own prayer time, in your own prayer language, praying in the Holy Ghost, and let him reveal new things. Um, remember, he has all knowledge, all understanding, and Sometimes that's all we need is just some understanding of a situation. Amen. I um, I was thinking the other day how God helped me be a better grandmother. <laughs> you know, he'll help you be a better grandmother. He'll help you be a better wife, a better person, a better husband, um, a better parent, whatever, it, it, employee or whatever. God will help you do these things, amen, and bring tremendous promotion to your life. But I was thinking about how my daughter and I had had some problems because of my little grandson. I had um, really never, I never had a son, so I was so thrilled over this grandson. And I didn't realize it, but I was acting more like a mother to him than a grandmother, and it was causing some problems with my daughter. But I did not I didn't realize any of that. I thought I was just being the greatest grandmother that ever lived, you know? And just taking all kind of liberties with him and and uh if she said, you know, you need to go to bed, I'd say, No he doesn't, you know, and oh, all kinds of stuff. And just again thinking I was being the greatest grandmother and didn't realize uh, what was really happening, the dynamics of what was happening in my daughter's heart. And it, it caused quite a separation, which I didn't understand. I thought, I'm doing everything in the world for your son. You know, you should be the happiest with me. <laughs> and until the Holy Ghost, when I was praying in the Spirit about our relationship, the Holy Spirit said, don't you love this? He's not your son, Scarlet. He's not your son. It's her son. And I mean, I thought, oh my. I mean, all of a sudden the door was open. And I realized what I had been doing unintentionally, but doing nevertheless. And um, so I just started backpedaling in my overbearingness toward him and and really overstepping boundaries toward her. And it brought such a wonderful healing between my daughter and I. And But I, I still, and if I do anything with him, I ask her permission. I, you know, 
wouldn't uh, make any decisions about him without her. Amen. And again, I would never have known this if it hadn't been for the help of the Holy Spirit. Now, I, I, I appreciate the Lord for that you know, because it's very important to me, family relationships. And I just want to just encourage you, if there's anything, might not be anything to do with grandmother or anything relationship, it could be something else in your life. But God can help you with it. And he can reveal things to you. Amen. And it can make such a difference. Praise God. All the difference in the world. And uh, so let's pray. Father, we just thank you for your word and how it renews our mind. It opens up new vision for us. It opens up things in our lives that we wouldn't know otherwise. But you, by your spirit, Lord, reveal things that can renew us and help us and strengthen us. And and um, I just feel led to pray right now, especially in the area of finances for people. Yeah. Lord, I just thank you that you're helping reveal some things to help with finances. Maybe people watching online, maybe people here in the sanctuary. I don't know. But I ask you, Lord, to give understanding and revelation and wisdom so that finances can come freely in Jesus' name. And I thank you, Lord. And and the Lord's just saying to me, it's not going to be as hard as it looks. It's not going to be as hard as it looks. So we thank you, Lord, for this uh, whatever the situations are financially in people's lives, that this is going to be easy in the name of Jesus. And we thank you for it, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Father. Your thoughts. We have the mind of Christ. We thank you for it, Father. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Do you have anything, baby? All right. Well, we'll see you on Sunday morning at 10 a.m. God bless you. You're dismissed.